Sudan needs more attention from the world, from the international community, from the media. The story has to be told on what is happening in this country and the humanitarian catastrophe that children, women, and families are facing. So we need more attention. We need to amplify the situation. Secondly is we need all hands on deck to deliver immediate life-saving assistance to millions of children and families caught in this war. And for that to happen, we need funding support from donors and partners. And the gaps are massive, the needs are growing, and we desperately need funding. And third, most importantly, is we need all international and regional efforts to be joined up so that Sudan can find a political solution to this devastation. This war has to stop now. Sudan desperately needs peace. Can you also briefly talk about some specific uh, programs or projects that UNICEF is currently undertaking in Sudan to improve access to water, uh, education, healthcare in light of this war? Let me take the specific examples of education and health. There are 19 million children of school-going age who are sadly not in classrooms. So we continue collective advocacy efforts at the federal level as well as at the state level to get schools to reopen. Uh, they've been closed for far too long. Children need to be back in schools and in classrooms. And for that to happen, teachers need to be paid. Sadly, since the onset of this war, teachers and other frontline workers have not been paid their salaries. So this has to happen now. Uh, UNICEF is working with partners to continue this advocacy and to find practical solutions and ways of supporting schools to safely reopen where the conditions allow them. Second, for huge numbers of kids who cannot go to schools and who were not registered or enrolled in schools prior to the conflict, we're trying to bring as many kids as possible into alternative ways of learning. As you know, uh, Sudan is experiencing massive internal displacements. So in the IDP gathering points, we are rolling out what we call child-friendly learning spaces called makana in Arabic, where children can feel safe and protected. And at the same time, they can learn through e-learning and tried and tested low-cost digital solutions. And we've managed to roll out over 850 such makanas across the country, wherever it's been possible. And we've reached over a quarter of a million children with desperately needed learning, as well as psychosocial support uh, that helps them to deal with the trauma of the war. On health, just to say, health systems are so badly stretched. As you can imagine, health facilities have been impacted, services have been disrupted, especially in the conflict hotspot states. So on a practical note, we continue to work with the Federal Ministry of Health and at the state level and along with WHO and partners to deliver 
urgently needed essential health services, also in the context of disease outbreaks, but also running basic immunization campaigns for children. For example, so far, we've managed to vaccinate over 1 million children against measles, which is very concerning and its spread is happening as we speak. And secondly is this week, we have rolled out the measles and rubella campaign and we are aiming to vaccinate uh, by the close of this week over 5 million children in seven states to protect them from these life-threatening diseases. Our overall target for the coming months is to reach 15 million children. As you know, today we are celebrating the International Day of Education. And the theme of this year is learning for lasting peace. In your daily engagement with the Sudanese uh, children, I imagine you've uh, encountered numerous uh, stories. Could you uh, share some of these stories? Well, firstly, let me just say it's an important day and a moment to pause and reflect as well on the importance of this fighting to stop now and for peace and humanity to return to Sudan. These are very important values that children need to grow up with. Uh, sadly, we have 19 million children of school-going age who are on the brink of a learning catastrophe. Imagine the future of this country if children are not being able to learn. Uh, in fact, we estimate that if this continues, Sudan would be facing a $26 billion lifetime earning loss. That's how catastrophic the situation is. Indeed, education is a very powerful means of building peace. When children are in classrooms, they feel safe, protected, and they can peacefully coexist. These are values that we shouldn't take for granted. These are values that have to be lived and practiced by children. Since the war has happened, I have traveled across seven states twice, and I have met thousands of children, mothers, and I have heard harrowing and bone-chilling stories of the devastating journeys that they have made from Khartoum, from Darfur, from Kordofan to safer locations across Jazeera, Kasala, Gadaref, Eastern Corridor. And I would say that no child should have to go through this. There are children who have been forced to displace twice and two to three times. I recall having met 12-year-old Hiba in Kosti, who very proudly told me she would like to be a volleyball expert. I met her in one of the IDP gathering points where that is one of the sports that we were getting adolescent girls and boys to play. I also recall meeting eight-year-old Mutaz in another gathering point in Madani just before the Madani fighting happened. And Mutaz is a child with disability. And he walked me through his artwork. And the artwork had also evolved. The early days of his artwork showed 
dead bodies, bullets, and blood. It just spoke volumes of the trauma and the impact the war had. He had fled from Khartoum. And when I met him in December, he showed me as well artwork showing safe spaces, homes, sunshine, and what have you. It's terrifying for me to think what has happened to these children, especially in Madani, who were forced to flee again since the fighting broke out. But I still believe it is important that we continue to stay the course for children, do what we can, and continue to keep hope alive for the sake of children. Sudan needs it.